Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the State of the Marauders podcast, sponsored, as always, by our good friends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. In this week's episode, we would normally start off by talking about the football team, but they were actually on a bye this week. So the main headline we're going to be talking about is the soccer team as they competed in the Hudson County quarterfinals against Hudson Catholic. I was there for that game. It's an exciting matchup. We're going to talk about everything from this game. And we'll also talk about the week that was across Marlinland as the aforementioned football team. They get ready to take on Premise Catholic this Friday. The water polo team made history at SPU. And the cross-country team competed in the Jersey City Championships and Manhattan Invitational. Hint, hint. A lot of gold to talk about for the track team at the Jersey City Championships. We can always be found on any of your listening devices, on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, you name it. We are there. So be sure to search State of the Murders. Well, follow us on our social media profile at SOT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Ramon Rodriguez of the class of 2010, alongside absolutely nobody this week. <laughs> our usual co-host, Justin Pennick, has the week off. Ben Sayolik could not be here as well. So... It's just going to be me and myself and I recapping everything that happened with our St. Peter's Prep Marauders. So usually we'll start off by talking about the football team. But since there is no action to talk about, let's preview next week's game against the Paladins. And when we take a look at this Paramus Catholic team, who... Is coming off a major upset against Seton Hall Prep in West Orange. You want to talk about how big of a victory this was, ladies and gentlemen? Not only was this against a top 10 team in the state of New Jersey, but it was in the face of allegations brought down by the NJSAA. You know, the team was caught illegally recruiting someone from Belleville. They're not going to be eligible for the postseason this year. It's big, big, big thing in this in the high school sports realm. Head coach Greg Russo, great coach. He's known throughout Northern New Jersey. Has a ton of success anywhere he's gone to. And so with all those allegations surrounding his team, the poor start that they've been having the last couple of years, this year including, they headed on the road. And they steal a victory against the number five Pirates 20-17 for the second win of the year. So these Pirates, they're going to be coming to King with a lot of momentum. And they also have some talented individuals as well, including their senior quarterback, Kevon Harper. I mean, this, this guy, it was his first game back since he last played against Cheminade on September 16th. And he was effective both in the air and in the run game as well. He would pass for 188 yards, and he also ran for 92 on 16 carries 
with a rushing touchdown as well. Talk about a dual threat performance. He he showcased why he could be one of the top quarterbacks in the state this year. The Marauders had to keep their eyes defensively on the quarterback at all times in their matchup Friday night. But they also have some very talented weapons in the, in the offense, including running back Jaden Camp, the senior running back, 119 yards in the year. And you guys talk about their main wide receiver too. You know, Premise Catholic is a team that's known to, to run the ball effectively. But when they do pass the ball, you got to look out for the senior wide receiver, Justice Diaz Rinaldi. Seven receptions, 327 yards. A lot of explosiveness on the offense there. So whenever you see a passing situation, you got to look out for that, that wide receiver. The Marauders will be happy to hear, though, that in their last five meetings against Paramus Catholic, they have won all five matches, but not only have they won all five matches, ladies and gentlemen, they've won both of their games by 18 or more points. So again, they've won the last five meetings against Bram's Catholic, but all five have been decided by a victory of 18 or more points, including, if you guys remember from last year's season opener, at Rutgers University, in which they would win by a whopping 61 to zero. Again, different coach. I remember different coach, different team. So I'm curious to see what the Marauders are going to have in store, not only on, on the defensive end against those weapons that we mentioned, but I'm curious to see how the St. Pierce Prep offense will like to attack the Primus Catholic defense. And we're going to talk a bit more about this on the pregame show this week. But what I've watched against Seton Hall Prep from Paramus Catholic, they were very good against the pass. I mean, Seton Hall is also a very good run team too, but it only allowed 45 yards passing offense against the Pirates, which is pretty good for, for ability to jail type offense. They had, did allow 200-plus yards of rushing, however, so based, based on that formula – that Seton Hall was able to do and Prince Cap was able to do against them. I'm expecting to see Jalen Klein, Isaiah Giles. I expect them both to have a big, big game against the Pallets. So, again, it's going to be an exciting matchup. Without the last three weeks of the season, playoffs on the line in these next couple. I mean, we it, the game next week against Premise Catholic is going to be a big test for this team, especially when they have to go play against Bergen Catholic and then their last game against Cena Hall at home. That could determine who could be the number two seed or even number one seed, depending on how Don Bosco and Bergen Catholic do the rest of the way. In terms of where things will line up in the playoff seeding, because usually when you play in the playoffs, non-public A, you want to get a number one or number two seed, gets your home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and gets you a first-round bye as well. So, again, Friday night, one of the last Friday night games of the year in Canaan Point, and you can watch that game on the NFHS Network. Kevin Connolly, Joseph Pennick, both the class of 2016, 
will be on the call for D1 Media Pro for that one. So if you can't go to the game, tune in, support your Marauders as they look to go to 5-2 and two on the season. So now, before we get into the overall news of the week, here is State of the Marauders Cup President Bet Noah Sayola, Class 2024, with an announcement to the current St. Peter's Prep student body. So, Ben, take it away, buddy. Hey, everyone. This is Junior Ben Novoselic, the president of the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club. If you're a student at St. Peter's Prep and you want to get involved with sports media broadcasting, come to one of our club meetings. Dates and times of the meetings will be published on the daily announcements. But if you want more information, you can just email me at novoselicb24 at students.spprep.org. We look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you to Ben for that announcement again. If you're a student at St. Peter's Prep, join State of the Marauders Sports Reporters Club. We had a big turnout at our last meeting. Browning Center was pretty packed, so we're going to appreciate that. If you want to be involved in sports media, come out to the club, and we'll try to get you opportunities in the field. We'll try to bring in special guests like Kevin, like Justin, to talk about their career paths as well. So now let's talk about the news for the week. So, for the news of the week, first off, again, if you did not watch the Hudson Catholic quarterfinal matchup, we had that game live streamed on the app via YouTube. Stream died. Towards the end of the game, so we apologize for missing that second goal, which we'll talk about in a bit. But make sure you download the app today. The link's on my profile at SPP and on the State of the Marauders page as well at SOT Marauders. For all of your athletic links, including streams, schedules, texting service swarm, and much more. So make sure you download the app today. Now, let's talk about the soccer team. Again, they have three games this week, all Hudson County matchups. Starting off at home on Monday against Union City, the Marauders would host the Swing Eagles, and they would win 4 to nothing off a fourth safe shutout in there by Simon Yanez. Great job by the goalie there. Andy Mayorga, Chris Barbosa, John Carey, and John Derecka each had a goal. While Matt Sobrero had added two assists, and Andy Mayorga also had an assist as well in that one. Then they will go on the road to take on number three team in the state, Carney, coming in with a 20 game, sorry, 28 game unbeaten streak, ladies and gentlemen. And based off the matchups I've seen this year with Carney, I think the Marauders have given them their biggest challenge in, of the year. And in this matchup, the Marauders will play a heck of a game on the road. It would be a 0-0 tie at the end of the first half. A little bit of chances for both teams. But things will start to open up a bit in the second half. And the Marauders will strike first on a set-piece opportunity for Matt Sabrero on the three-kick. It was a cross in the box. Ball was loose. And who was there to clean it up? Luke Gilholly, who found the loose ball. And was able to put it in the back of the net with around 10 minutes left to go in the game. 
The Cardinal faithful were stunned for a bit, but the hometown crowd were getting to a frenzy. As surely after that, they were tied up on a great, I mean, an absolute great cross like David Galvanez to find Alejandro Alavaro. And as a result, the game will not be decided in regulation. We're going to go to overtime. And both teams had chances in the overtime, but to no avail. So what happens when they get to end the two overtimes in a regular season game? That game will be ended in a tie. So the Marauders will get their first tie of the year, which was a 1-1 result against Kern. Simon Yanez, spectacular throughout the game. He would end up with seven saves in net for the contest. And then in the aforementioned Hudson County quarterfinal, the final game of the week, this is arguably the most important game of the week in Marauder land. The Marauders would host Hudson Catholic in the Hudson County quarterfinals, and early on, the Hawks were ready to pounce. Their main playmaker, Gianfranco Ponce, got to the back of the net on a good feed from Zane Reyes. And again, just to see how amazing this play was. Zane passed it to Gianfranco. Gianfranco would take on two defenders. He was able to shoot the ball from his left foot back post into the net. Great, great, great job by Gianfranco there. And that would last all the way into halftime. You know, the Mars had a couple of chances early on in that first half to get on the scoreboard, get into the tie, get into the lead even. But they just could not bury their chances. And there was a lot of frustration going on in that locker room, I'm sure, because they took a little bit of time coming back on the field for the second half. But they would keep battling and battling and battling in that second half. They kept putting the pressure on, and you felt as I was in that game that the Marauders would eventually get the score that they needed, and they would do so on a bit of a strange but lucky play for the Marauders. It was a cross in the box. It hopped over the defender, landed on Weintraub's foot, and Quinn Weintraub would put it top shelf to tie the game at one. So, Marauders will take the end of the week, tie the game at one, Hudson County quarterfinal. You're thinking this game is going to go overtime, right? No, 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 no. We don't want no overtimes. You don't like overtimes. A couple minutes later, John DeRecca from the right side corner kick. You know, he's a lefty, so the right side is where he would go for his corners. He would cross it into the box. And guess who was there to clean it up? You guessed it, the man who's been scoring at will lately for the Marauders. His name is John Carey, the right man to control it and put it home for a 2-1 to Marauders lead. But Hudson Catholic had one last chance to try to send this game in overtime. There was a partial breakaway for Gianfranco. But what happens? Goalie and Neil Ward would stop the breakaway from occurring. Great play by Neil. He would hold on. He would punt the ball. Ball game over. Prep would hold on to win it. Two to one and advance to the Hudson County semifinals. Whew. That was that was a heart-wrenching game. Both teams were hot coming into this game. So you knew the string had to fall one way or the other. And it was for the Marauders' benefit that they would win that game. So they move on to the Hudson County semifinals. That will occur next Tuesday, next Thursday, or this upcoming Thursday, as they will head on the road to take on the number two seed, 
in the Hudson County Tournament. And it's the team that they literally played against on Monday at home in Union City. So talk about a quick turnaround for playing Union City last Monday to now playing them a week later again. And there's going to be the third meeting between those two teams. Even, even up 1-1, Union City would win 1-0 in their house. Prep would win 4-0. Again, this game is going to be in Union City. So that favors the Swing Eagles a bit with their home field advantage. But again, the Marauders nine and three, nine three and one on the season, and they're going to take on Dickinson Monday at Caden Point before this game, as the boys will look to extend that nine three and one record they have. Hopefully, get win number ten on Monday, and if they win on Thursday, they're going to go back to the Hudson County final, and which they'll most likely take on. Cardinal Cardinals, in which that if, if we see the Marauders and the Cardinals in the Hudson County final, I I, I think that's gonna that'll be a game of the week in the state of New Jersey. That'd be an epic battle for a trophy. So great job by the soccer guys there. In Water Polo, they had only one match this week as they'd hosted St. Benedict Prep at SPU, and the Marauders would create history in this one. But early on, it didn't seem like history would happen. St. Benedict's prep would go on a tear right away to go up three to nothing. But then St. Peter's prep offensively, they just decided to turn it up fivefold. They turned it up the notch big time. They would go to end the game, ladies and gentlemen, on a 15 to 5 scoring run. Unbelievable job by the World Pole Marauders. They would win that game. 15 and 8. Sebastian Artiega have a day. Nine goals for the senior in the contest. Nine goals. Jeez. Evan Briggs having four goals as well to lead the run. So, I mean, those guys play spectacularly. Seniors love the right now. One. Why was this historic? Not only did they win by a whopping 58. But this was the second time in school history that they have beaten St. Benedict's Prep. So, congratulations to the Marauders there. They are now 5-2 and two on the season. They have two matches this week as they're going to go to Fieldston on Wednesday. And then right before the football game, if you're interested in watching, watch a little varsity water pool action as they host Trinity at 4-15 at SPU on Friday. Oh, great job by water polo. Cross country competed in two meets this week as they went first to, down the road right to Lincoln Park to compete at the Jersey City Championships. And boy, did the Marauders absolutely positively destroy the competition in those championships. In the 5,000-meter varsity, the whole team would win by six points over McNair. But I want to give a shout-out to Tommy O'Brien, who ended up in third. Ivan Rocks ended up in fourth. Aiden Prucher, who ended up in sixth. Abraham Went, who ended up in eighth. And rounding out the top ten, we have Lucas Hernandez in tenth. The freshman, oh, talk about the varsity destroying. Freshman even did better, as they would end up one, two, three, four, and five in the order in the one-mile freshman race. And they would win as a team by a whopping 
29 points over McNair with Cheyenne Hurley again. Memorial Play of the Week nominee last week. Got first place in that contest. Aiden Dunn ended up in second. Liam Teleska in third. Joaquin Pajus ended up in fourth. Sorry, I did not pronounce that right. Eli Thorman in fifth. And Ismael Abraham rounding out the top 10 in 10. Then we go over the JV race. You're thinking, there's no way they can go better than 29 points in first place, right? No way. No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, the JV guys, they won one to four in their, in their race. And they won first place by a whopping 40. Yes, 40 points over the beloved charter. Colin Rutledge in first. Luke Schreiber in second. Alex Giattino in third. Luigi Lanzalotti in fourth. Xavier Flores in sixth. Daniel Nemeth in eighth. Dante LaMea in ninth. Adrian Flores in 10th, and Peter Franco in 11th because I want to put the 11th person in there. Great job, again, by your track marauders. They did a tremendous job at the Jersey State Championships. And then they decided to go to the Manhattan, Manhattan Invitational on Saturday as well. Had some more great results for our boys there. In the freshman 2,400-meter run, Cheyenne Hurley ended up in 7th. In the varsity 4,000-meter run, Alex Schimmer ended up in 2nd. Theodore McCarthy and fifth, the co-captain, getting into the top five in that race. And in the JV 4,000-meter run, Abraham went in second, Lucas Hernandez in fifth, and Aiden Percher in seventh. So again, great job by cross-country this week. Tremendous results all across the board. And they will compete in the South Hudson Championships at Hudson County Park in Banyan on Thursday. So come out. Support the track team as they have done tremendously all season. They are a top 10 team in the state of New Jersey. So come out, support them as they try to get more and more championships. The crew team, they 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 not compete this week according to my calculations. But if they did compete, we'll confirm next week, of course. But they will... Prepare for the next regatta. They're going to be at home October 16th at Overpeck Park. All-day event. I've never been to crew race, but if you're interested, make sure you come out, support your murders. Because the crew guys, that's a very tough sport. Very tough sport. So any support they could get will be greatly appreciated. So congratulations to all of your marauders. And come out. And support them this week. You know, we got the crew race on Sunday. We got the Hudson County semifinals of soccer on Thursday. Football plays on Friday. A lot, a lot of action going on across Marlin. So check out the schedule link on the app for all the times and locations for this week's game. So that's going to do it for the news of the week. But now. We're going to talk about my favorite part of the podcast, the Marauder Player of the Week Award. And again, we're going to talk about last week's nominees. Starting out first, from the football team, Jalen Klein. From the soccer team, the aforementioned John Carey. From water polo, we have Evan Murkoff. From cross country, Cheyenne Ori Hurley. And from crew Connor West. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to reveal 
the winner of this week's Marauder Player of the Week. Drum roll, please. And the winner with 53% of the vote. This was a very close race. About 3,000 votes were casting. So, again, thank you all for voting. The winner of last week's Marauder Player of the Week award goes to this freshman from the cross country team, Cheyenne Ori Hurley. Congratulations to Cheyenne. And now, here are the four nominees for this week's award. And we're going to have three nominees this week due to the short amount of sports that occurred this week with no crew to talk about. It was only soccer, water polo, and cross country. And believe it or not, I'm going to nominate this guy again because he got the game-winning goal in the Hudson County quarterfinal. I mean, if that's not poor enough to be nominated, I don't know what is. It's going to be John Carey. He had two goals again this week. Had that goal against Zenon City on Monday. The game-winning goal against Hudson Catholic. So you get my nomination for the soccer team. For the World Polo team, I mean, if we can't nominate this guy with a nine-goal historic performance against St. Benedict's Prep to lead them to the second victory in school history, I mean, God vote for Sebastian Artiega. I mean, that guy had a great performance. After performance. He's had a tremendous year for the moment. He's led the way in the scoring since the beginning of the year. Tremendous, tremendous effort by a senior there. And then the cross-country team, you know, you could always put a number of different candidates. But I wanted to give a shout-out to the co-captain, Teddy McCarthy. You know, he ended up with a top-five finish at the Mahan Invitational. He's always been pretty consistent, him and Alex Schimmel, in terms of the varsity races. So I put in the co-captain, Theodore McCarthy for this week. So again, John Kerry for soccer, Sebastian Artiga for water polo, and Teddy McCarthy for cross country. So though with the link on the app, which you can find again at SOT Marauders, and remember that voting will close on Saturday, October 15th at 11.59 p.m. As always, we're going to reveal the winner on next week's podcast and on our social media platforms, so vote for who you think should be this week's Marauder Player of the Week. Well, that is going to do it for another edition of the State of the Marauders podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. Continue to spread the word of the State of the Marauders brand by sharing our social media profile at SOT Marauders to everyone you know. And continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. There's a lot of action that I mentioned next week. So we hope to see you all back here Monday to talk about how the football team did, how the rest of the leg programs did. We're getting closer and closer to everyone competing in playoffs, but specifically the soccer playoffs, Hudson County action, the semifinals. We hope to be talking about a victory Monday as we talk about potentially a football victory and even a soccer Hudson County final appearance. We also hope to see some of you in the stands to support our St. Peter's Prep Murders. Without further ado, 
We bid you farewell. And as always, let's go. Hey everyone, this is Junior Ben Novasilok, the president of the State of the Marauders Club, and you are listening to the State of the Marauders podcast, the only podcast that covers St. Peter's Preps athletics.